Well, hopefully we're on the way out of this pandemic. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And if you're like me, the last little while has been tough on the waistline, especially when the pandemic first came out. Man, what came on? We were all baking bread and eating cheesecake and all the rest of it. And so, so many of us are considering, like, it's trying to, you know, cut down on the LBs and thinking about, you know, the best way to be healthy. But what if I told you this? What if I told you that weight loss was not the most important thing when it comes to your health, that instead it's exercise. Exercise is vastly more important than weight loss. That apparently is, and if I hope I get this right, is the conclusion of a new uh, research paper that is study that came out in iScience this month, co-authored by my next guest. Glenn Gazer is a professor at Arizona State University. Welcome to the program, Glenn. Thank you for having me. Did I did I sum up your report correctly? Yeah, you. The uh, main outcome there you summarized uh, quite nicely. So, in a nutshell, what we did was we looked at all the literature that has been published uh, on the association between intentional weight loss and how that affects your longevity, and compared that with the impact of improving your fitness level through exercise. And it turned out that uh, getting fitter and improving your, you know, increasing your physical activity level was far more beneficial to your longevity prospects than was just trying to lose weight. Right. So if you're trying to lose or you're, you're trying to be healthier, yes. um, the, the, the goal then is to increase your, uh, your cardio uh, as opposed to decreasing your calories. Yeah, yeah, and I know this may sound, you know, just almost contrarian to some people because typically when people lose weight, uh, they do so through, you know, some form of diet and exercise program, and their overall health may improve, um, at least temporarily, but most people who lose weight regain it, and it's that regaining of weight over and over and over again that seems to do do the body harm. So we've... uh, basically approach this from a pragmatic standpoint, if people lose weight, but only regain it, and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that the diet mentality is not working. Uh, In North America, obesity prevalence has tripled in the last few decades, and so has the prevalence of weight loss attempts. So it's obviously not working, this weight loss approach. So we've decided that it may be better to just remove that as a primary outcome measure and just focus on things we do have control over such as our physical activity. And it appears that that is the most important thing for improving our health and reducing our risk of uh, an early demise. Professor, when we talk about, when you're talking about physical activity, give me a, a sense of the, the, the level of exertion we're talking about. Yeah, it's surprisingly low. So just doing uh, approximately 20 to 25 minutes a day of at least moderate intensity activity, like brisk walking. So we're not talking about really intense activity. We're talking about moderate intensity activity that you can do while, for example, you and I are carrying on this conversation. So activity at that intensity is sufficient to produce the health benefits. And just getting approximately 20 to 25 minutes a day of that accumulated throughout the day. So it can be a few minutes here, a few minutes there. It doesn't have to be all at one time is all that it takes to reap uh, important health benefits from that activity. Of course, if you want to go a little more intensely, add some uh, weight training in there, some resistance exercise, 
that's uh, going to improve your uh, health a little bit more. But that it's that first step. The biggest improvement in health comes from going from sedentary to just doing something. It, is this, we, we talked about the obesity rates. Is, is mm-hmm. this also true for those that would be uh, qualify ob- as obese is that you can be healthy even though you technically qualify as obese provided you are exercising. Right, right. And it just so happens that, uh, you know, there are health risks associated with obesity. But if you really look at this carefully, you find that obese individuals are far more likely to be sedentary and have poor diets in comparison to their non-obese counterparts. So, you know, we asked the question, which is more important to get the, the uh, obese individuals thinner by weight loss or just improve their diet and increase their physical activity level. And it appears that the, the latter, just the behaviors themselves are more important. Now, in this particular paper, we published in iScience this month, we focused solely on the physical activity and fitness aspect of this. We didn't address the diet issue, diet in terms of diet quality. Hmm. There, there is such a obviously a, a cultural uh, and even a, a commercial push for for weight loss. How do we address yes. that? That's a challenge. We have a culture that is obsessed with weight and has been for decades. So this is going to be a tough sell to remove the focus away from weight loss as the primary endpoint and focus more on the behaviors. This will be a hard sell in a weight obsessed culture, but it's based upon a pragmatic approach here. Uh, Clearly, a weight loss focus has not worked. Uh, As I mentioned before, obesity prevalence has tripled in North America in the last 30 to 40 years. And at that same time, our annual efforts to lose weight, the number of people who undergo diets each year, has also increased dramatically, which means that obviously that's not stemming the uh, increase in the obesity prevalence. So we need to have a different approach. We call it maybe a plan B approach that we think should be plan A. Uh, Professor, just fascinating stuff. Thank you so much for joining me today. I I think this will, I I hope this will land very positively on so many years. Well, I hope so. You know, the, the, the overriding message here is that we would like to convey is that fit and healthy bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Thank you again. That is Professor Glenn Gazer who is at Arizona State University. Thank you, Professor.